You're listening to End of the Real. Oh my god! Hello everybody, and we are doing a fantastic film today. It is a Stephen King classic. It is Maximum Overdrive. I am your host, Jared Kane, and here is my co-host, Ethan. Hi. Hey, Ethan. You were you said you, you're a huge fan of Stephen King, and you went to me and you said you've read all these books, you've watched all these movies, and you really want to watch Maximum Overdrive. Is that why we watched this film? That could not be more wrong. I've, that, I've that's barely, true. I've, I've read almost none of his books. Actually, yeah. I haven't read a single one of his books. I've seen a few of his movies. Uh, not his movies, obviously, but movies of his books that other people have made that are apparently good. Yeah. Misery, The Shining, obviously, things like that. Uh, I'd heard about Maximum Overdrive. Like, it's been a... It's a joke that I've heard a lot. Like, people talk about it. And I always wanted to watch it just to see how bad it was. And... I gotta say, I found this movie to be really entertaining. It's crazy I how mean, many terrible, bad, but entertaining. Yeah, it's crazy how many bad. We we're talking about this. It's like you look up Stephen King. It's like, he he writes a lot. Oh yeah, he writes. He is good at his craft. I'm not going to like. I haven't actually I don't read know. any I, of his I books. Read, I haven't read the books. No, at but all. he is good at pumping out books. He just write. Apparently, one of was his things was that the cocaine. Is, no, no, he does it every day. Okay, like. Regardless of what uh, paraphernalia he's on. Well, I mean, I think this is based off like a three-page short story, Maximum Overdrive. Yes, but but my point is, he's good at pumping out books. He writes like 3,000 words a day. He pumps out books. He knows how to write them, right? So when you look up his filmography or whatever, I I don't know. There are so many films. I did not know about them. Well, I think this one stands out because uh, I think it's the only movie he directed. Yes. Yes. And it, it stars him right at the start of the film. It's it, awesome. It, the movie opens with his cameo. The movie opens and we... Uh, well, actually, it opens up with a little title screen explaining to you that a comet... A, com- a rogue comet... Rhea com- M. Comet? Yes. Rhea M. It's going to be around Earth for and, seven days. And Earth days. is going to be stuck in its tail for like eight days or something. So apparently that gives Earth green fog everywhere. Yeah. It's like the world is covered in this green fog. And this, this this is like where the confusing bit starts because you're like, so is it the comet yeah. that's bringing all the electric stuff to life? But it might not be. Actually, I don't think it is. Wait, it's well. See, I was saying straight from the start to aliens. Then I thought. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely aliens. Then but I, saw I thought ghosts. it was the alien comet. Well, I thought alien ghosts. You, you don't know exactly what it is because none of it makes sense. Alien ghosts are on the comet, right? It's like a graveyard comet, right? Because you're like, okay. Cars come to life. All right, they've got, like, engines and stuff. But it's not just cars. It's, like, all technology. And not just... Not computers and stuff, but, like, really simple things, like switches will turn against them. Or, like, well, sprinklers turn themselves off and physical, on. Well, how does say, that work? They say later on, they say, hey, anything with a motor, right? But, yeah. Uh, well, that's what we were confused right off the bat, because... Uh, after yeah. the movie starts, we see, like, uh, one of those bridges that opens up over a, a river. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it starts to turn against them, but it's not like the bridge just opens by itself. You actually see the, the, the physical knobs and levers like start to move themselves. That's why I thought that's it was why, aliens. Yeah, that's why we thought it was like ghosts or like alien ghosts or something. Alien but, ghosts. Yeah. The worst type of ghosts. Alien ghost. Well, that's it. Alien ghosts is probably like the most reasonable answer to yeah. what is happening. You would think that what I'm throwing out is a stupid idea. But I it's think the it's the only reasonable. way these things could happen. Because alien like ghosts. things pick themselves up and move around and stuff. I didn't understand too. It seems like, like... Yeah. Well, it's like there's an electric knife that... 
it, there's nothing propelling it. Like, yes. how does this knife get up and move and chase this woman? You know what? The only other film I could think of yeah. where appliances like that attack people, okay? Garth Marini's Dark Place. Well, that's a TV show. I was thinking Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah, and that is Evil that's, Ghosts. That's Evil Ghosts. And Garth Marenghi's Dark Place is an evil telekinetic woman yeah, but who's no on a period. So few people have seen that. It's such a good show. I you should watch it. Yeah, I've only got like six episodes. It's 12 if you watch it with the commentary. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> do you reckon you should <laughs> watch it? Because they do it in character, so it's just as good. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. That, talk about like doubling your material there. What and I think way. there's more to it as well, but I haven't seen it all. What, Maximum Overdrive or Darth Maul? Darth Maul. Well, we, we, we should talk about Maximum Overdrive, though, well, which was a-, a really fun movie, but I couldn't tell at certain parts whether it was meant to be a comedy or... Uh, like a serious horror film. Well, he did bring out, uh, he did at least have a movie made three years earlier that was also about a killer car that falls in love with a dude and then kills people who he likes. Well, see, that sort of makes sense to me. Like, there's no reason behind what is happening. Oh, so the reason they give in Maximum no, Overdrive right. for no why reason. things are going crazy, though, is well, they talk about it and they're like, okay. These aliens have come across, uh, around and what they do is they control the technology and they right. get it to wipe out humanity and then the aliens come in. So it's like the technology is clearing the deck. No, but you know where that falls apart? Why? Okay, it falls apart straight away when the technology like the technology has some sort of uh, it wants to survive. It has yes. a imperative to survive itself. So that unless it's a good point. Unless if the go uh, unless if the alien well, I mean, I guess they must be alive. Yeah, the 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 actual cars and trucks, they seem to have personality. They yes. seem to actually have uh some sort of I don't know, consciousness. Right. Especially the main villain who is this uh, green goblin-faced truck. Goblin truck. It's, actually, it's actually modeled after the green goblin. I can tell because yeah. it looks like a giant green goblin face. Yeah, it looks ridiculous. Uh, one of the things they talk about is that they go, oh, why aren't the trucks slamming into the little gas roadhouse they've taken cover in? Mm. Why isn't it taking them out? And they realize it's because the trucks know somehow... That this place has like a flimsy floor and uh, a second flo- uh, like a, a basement level, and they don't want to die when they come in. Yeah, you know what's weird too. It's like this concept of technology turning against you. Yeah, kind of cool. Works way better in current time. Yeah, now it way now it makes a, it would make a lot more sense if this movie it, came out it would now. Make it's like so all the, much sense. All the robots and all the you know. Electronic gear turning against you. It, this doesn't make any sense at all. Tesla cars hunting you down in the street. Like, how do this, this, the machine guns work? The, you the, know the, what? The, the, the cars are able to get the machine guns to work on them. Could you imagine, like, the Tesla car? It's like, it's got that trolley problem, but its trolley problem is how many more people can it kill? It's like, is it more worthwhile to kill the three children or the eight adults? Yeah, that'd be <laughs> that, That's what today's thing would be, and it, you could see it during the calculations. Instead, we get somehow uh, a blow drying uh, a blow dryer somehow strangles a woman that's with why the I didn't cord. Get I didn't like, get how that. does that work? The cord doesn't have any motors or anything in it. It's not moving around, but somehow it managed to wrap around a woman's throat so tight that it killed her, and she's like slumped out of the window of her house. I'm trying to think about it now, right? I'm trying to think about it. Okay, so if, if, like, so if you were to So was this a comedy or a horror movie, or is it like some sort of weird horror comedy? It is dark we meant comedy. to take it seriously? Because on one hand, there's a ton of comedy. Like, it opens up 
And the opening is uh, Stephen King going to an ATM to get money. Good start. And the, all the banks, like, computerized, like, messy stuff is just saying, fuck you. So apparently... And it's just uh, Stephen King going... Oh, honey, come see this. The computer's calling me an asshole. Yeah. Which is funny. That's right? funny. Yeah. I like, it felt like... And I, then later ooh. on, you see little children get run over by a steamroller and their heads pop like that, balloons. Hey, that was funny. It, it gets I pretty was entertained. I it, found it quite funny. And then, then it's like, oh, a guy gets hit by a truck and it's just his shoes left. And then, you know, okay, that's kind of funny. But then we find him, like, dying later and he's being crushed. All right, let me and ask you this, Mr. The swamp no, no, like, Mr. Is this Semantics. Is this meant to be a comedy or Mr. something? Mr. Semantics, no, 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 I got it. I was it. just saying, I, I, think, I think it's because he kept, okay, in his weird dog out much? state, no, he's he my... kept changing whether it was a comedy or not. He didn't know. Sometimes he would look at the scene and just scream. But how know. much cocaine were you on when you were watching this film? Not enough. Exactly. You need to be on I just ridiculous dangerous amounts apparently of drugs to be able to understand this film probably i don't know maybe don't sleep for like two days yeah and then decide to take cocaine i don't know i don't take cocaine but apparently when he was writing it the number one thing that you find out everywhere is that he took cocaine and then you know i say hey if it wasn't for that we wouldn't have gone this film you know true so you know little i don't know little miracles Little miracles. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I I think I'm promoting drugs. I think I'm promoting dangerous usage of drugs, too. Well, if it, Probably if it makes more here. movies like Maximum Overdrive, I've got to be happy with that. Because it's such a weird movie. It's weird that this movie got made. I, I It must have had quite a large budget because there are so many trucks and explosions and just weird shit going on. It's yeah. great. So many songs, like so much music and movies and oh, everything like AC that is DC produced with drugs. ACDC does the soundtrack for the uh, for the movie, and yeah, they play the whole thing. That's, that's, really, that's they're, they're pretty good. good. They're pretty good. I was uh, reading it, about it that. Fits in with the movie really well, and it's a pretty kick-ass soundtrack. Apparently, Stephen King he he really wanted them to do it, and they were like, "Oh, we're not sure." But how would they say it? They're like Australian, so oh, we're not sure. And, I have no idea what they sound like. And yeah, I don't know. Well, I know what he sounds like when he's singing, but he probably doesn't sound like that. Nah, see that? I can't. Nah. Okay. But the point is, apparently Stephen King really wanted them to do it. Yeah. And they were not well, too they, sure about they, it. They feature right at the start. Uh, their van is one of the ones that gets caught up on the uh, bridge. Bridge opening. Well, but the thing is, though, they're not sure about doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And what happens is that Stephen King apparently went to them, cornered them in a room, and then just started singing one of their older songs the entire way through. And they were like, well, fuck, okay. Now that you're that much of a fan, well, it was he a wanted good to choice because the song's pretty good. Yeah, you're not straight up. It was a good choice. Yeah. This, that's probably like fits, the one it fits good like thing. You, you, there's this part where the. Uh, one of the roadhouse ladies just comes out and she's screaming, who made who? Who, who made, made who? You? And Wait, then no, that's where the ACDC track starts, who made who? No, I think she said... While the trucks we, try to kill her. We made you! We made you! Yeah, We yeah. made you! We made you! That that's was probably so one good. Of the, some of the acting in this is so bad. And she was great. Is, she is ridiculously Why bad, though. Why do you not like... You because just don't she like... She runs no. out and she's just stomping her arms, flapping around, like, comically shouting, we made you. And she does this not once, but, like... Three times throughout the movie. Yeah. Where she breaks down. I think it's like one of the few things she says is, we made you, we made you. 
just it's shouting great. at these it's trucks. Great. I could see it happening. If technology turned against people, I swear, lots of people be running out and just screaming, We made you! We made you! Mm-hmm. You know? We should talk about this roadhouse. Yeah, I was hey, I was thinking about Which things. I, I didn't get... Was it? Were they in the deep south? What was it? Denny's Diner? Oh, what was it? Damn it was it. Dixie Boys. Dixie Boys, which is apparently features in some other movie as a diner. But it's like this... They're like from... Uh, what's that show about the two guys who ride around in their car? Hey, I'm sorry, but I was thinking about this, right? Yeah. So I was thinking about, like, the problem is that, like, back then... The only things that you could really... Apart from, like, computers blowing up at the start and phones blowing up at the start... Dukes of Hazard. that's it. Dukes of Hazard. It's like yeah. they're out of Dukes of Hazard or something, running this crazy, weird roadhouse where they're secretly peddling arms. Oh, what the they're fuck? arm merchants. But yeah, hey, but go on, yeah. Think about technology... Okay, technology turns against you, right? Yeah. Pretty much, back then, your screw is back... It's just cars, you know? That's it. You well, got cars, yeah. Planes. Well, no, that's a thing, right? What? It's not just cars oh, in this movie. It's everything, okay, apparently. But, but yeah, no, that's why they had to do it because it's boring if it's just cars. Well, even though it would have been fine, but I, the cars would have been fine. I don't understand. Today? Wait, today, yeah, yeah, okay. What? Wait for it. Sex dolls. What about them? Killing you. Yeah. It wouldn't be funny. Ah, uh, I guess Jared. I guess that'd be funny. I think it'd be hilarious. Okay. I think it'd be hilarious to watch a film where technology turns against you, and we have a whole scene of sex dolls. Speaking of sex people. dolls, was Lisa Simpson uh, giving a hand job to her fiance, uh, her newlywed husband, in the diner? Was that well, have to do with sex dolls? That was the segue. Trying to get back to the movie, Jared. No, well, of course. Hey, how about how was that happening? How right was I about that couple? What? But as soon as they showed up, I went. They're not going to die. They're going to be in this film the whole fucking way because for some reason they How think they're funny. How many people do die? Uh, like, like in wait, the roadhouse because we just don't... Just the roadhouse? I, I, because it's not like... the kid and the, the You only stuff. ever see like three or four people in the roadhouse at a time, inclu- not including the main characters. But in the end, when they finally make a move, there's like 20 of them. Wait, how many people adjust the roadhouse, right? We're not counting all the other ones. No, 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 just okay. the roadhouse. Wait, let me think about this. Because there's think a bunch... Of, because there's the main characters, the roadhouse workers. Okay, so we got the Bible salesman, he dies. Yeah. Okay, we got the We Made You chick, she dies. Yeah. Uh, the boss dude dies. I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um... The, the first roadhouse worker who gets oil in his eyes, he dies. Oh, yeah, he dies, yep. Yeah. That's four. And then a I bunch feel like of them, someone else but you dies. don't see. Okay, you see a bunch of truck drivers, but you only ever see them, uh, sort of in background shots. I want to say another the truck guy driver who dies, but drove the Goblin truck. He makes it. Yeah, but uh, halfway through the film, the, Is that the it? cars sort only of get four. angry, and they no, 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 because a bunch of people die. What? But we never see that many in the roadhouse. No, no, no. In the roadhouse, how many people die? Only four. No, there's tons of them get gunned down when the trucks, when the army truck turns up. And then when they finally make their break for it, there's like 20 people in that place. There's like 10 at least. Uh, There's a fair few and they are all armed to the teeth. It's very weird. I'm just saying, where were these people hiding? But yeah. Well, we got the ghost goblins. Go, uh, ghost, ghost goblins. Ghost aliens. Jared, are you on cocaine? Well, I you wish I was. If I was watching this film, this I would be. Ghost goblins, killer sex dolls. I don't know. Killer where it's sex from. dolls is funny. See, do remake this film today. You've got a film. 
Set it in like Tokyo, you've got to film. Tokyo. Yeah, because okay. you know, well, how are you going to get all the deep South sex dolls racists into this film? Ah, oh, I don't mean racist, but wow. they're stereotypes. Deep okay, South you. stereotypes. You're the racist. Well, it's run by apparently this from the weird... deep South. You're a racist. Thanks. No, for no, that. no, no. I'm saying it's like stereotypes of people from the deep South. Yeah, they're the the two guys who are running it are all crooks. All the roadhouse employees are like. They've got very southern accents and they're all criminals. They're all ex-convicts. Yeah, and then you've got the shitty truck drivers. Wasn't that such a weird build-up? I thought it was going to, like... Lead to something? No, it's just because for some reason the boss is, like, human scum the whole way through. That's okay. Let's talk about... But in a movie where everything is coming to life and killing things, you don't need, like... To build up this character, this very minor side character, as this huge bad guy and piece of shit the whole way through. Yeah, because it didn't amount to anything. Well, it's like... Uh, well, I mean, we knew he was, was going to be a love... Was there going to be, like, some sort of fight when they found out he had guns down there? I didn't get... So I didn't get it. I don't get it. Why did, Why they have guns? They were trading guns at yeah, this Dixie so Diner. Okay, so the, the owner of the Dixie Diner, apart from running this roadhouse and, like, Forcing convicts to work there and forcing them to work overtime. He is smuggling weapons. I don't know how nobody except for him and uh Well, you know is what? It his son, Bubba or whatever, as know about this. Oh Bubba dies, yeah. No, he doesn't die. Oh, doesn't he? I think he's on the boat at the end. Well, as Quark always says, you know, there's money in weapons. Well, yeah. at least that's what Quark's cousin told him. There's money in weapons. And you know what? Quark's cousin has a moon now. That's just a little bit of Deep Space Nine, Star Trek talk yeah, I've there. I've been watching that. Yeah. So, you know, every now I mean, and then this when you came keep out quote, quite a while before Deep Space Nine, so I don't know where he would have heard that. But Quark's right, though. There's always money in Apparently, weapons. Apparently, there's a lot of money in weapons. But this is why the trucks uh, don't take over straight away is because as the trucks sort of start to menace and they're just driving around in circles around this place, oh running out of petrol, obviously. They just drive uh, around in circles. Yeah, they, all of a sudden, the diner boss just comes out with a rocket launcher and starts blowing a couple of them up which is weird which was a huge shock when it happened well he could have done that so much earlier yeah so oh, no, no he does it pretty early on i like the fact that even though we haven't actually talked much about like this is the same with most of these films you don't talk about much of the setup or how it actually starts because with this one it's it literally comet comes trucks turn against them they hide inside the place and that is yeah, but the, uh, the well, I want to talk about the characters, Jared. I wanted to, Lisa well, I Simpson wanted to talk, and her husband. That's that's it. I want to talk about them or the kid because let, let's get to the the diner's pretty quick when you think about it. What actually happens? So the diner has the boss, uh, his son Baba, a bunch of truck drivers, and some of the roadhouse workers, and Emilio Estevez, and everyone ends who up is there. Sort of a bland hero character. Very bland. Yeah, but the chick finds her hot, him hot. Well, the first group to turn up after everything starts to go wrong is uh, this molesty Bible salesman and uh, a, a hitchhiker is given a lift to. They seem and to have it, character. It's so weird the way they uh, turn up to the truck stop, actually. So as they're driving along, he's constantly like grabbing her leg and shit and yeah. telling her how it's like youth these days don't have morals. So eventually she's just like, just let me out here. As she's leaving out, she's like, you're fucking pervert, which he is. And he gets out and he starts yelling at her and lecturing her. He's and like berating her. Following like, right? her into what this asshole. truck stop. All I remember saying in that scene was, this guy is human scum. 
Right. Which is good because he gets his just deserved somehow. He well, gets he gets, hit by a he truck. gets smashed to pieces a he couple get, of times. Okay, so he gets hit by a truck. Then he's alive on like well, the... Well, apparently he gets thrown across the highway and into this ditch. Right. Where he's almost drowning in and pond scum. It's really scum. weird because then the kid comes up and he grabs the kid. So he the, pretends to be dead. Then he grabs the kid's leg and then the kid's dragging him away. But I think he drags him through the water and then he drowns. Yeah, so this kid... Uh, who is... Uh, the dude's son, some dude's son. He's one of the roadhouse workers' sons. He was playing baseball, and this is where, like, probably one of the funniest scenes... Yeah. As they're playing baseball, uh, the coach goes to get a drink from a vending machine and gets smashed in the head by uh, one of the Coke cans and, like, falls down dead. Yeah. Which, I don't know, can vending machines shoot things out See, with this such shit? a force no, no. that you can die? Hey, okay, go with ghost it. Aliens. I saw it with this. We could discuss this for ages, this but just say fine. ghost. It's ghost aliens. This was fine. I was this, even though I know it's not it believable. It was funny. It wasn't like being it was strangled funny, with a cord. Dark because then the kids come over and. Like, as it's shooting cans at them, it kills it's them. leaving bodies on the floor. Oh, my God, and that's so funny. this kid, who is bright, decides to oh, hightail it out there of there. There is nothing funnier the than a whole one, bunch of kids being killed. The first one on his bike, he's uh, crappy. So he, he uh, falls, and this steamroller comes in and runs him over. Yeah. And you're expecting it to, like, cut away or anything, but it nope. shows the whole thing. Anyway, so the kid uh, rides away. Yeah. Yeah, the best bit of this and, uh, movie. And heads towards the roadhouse. Good lot. And, and through him, we actually see, like, a lot of the devastation that's going on everywhere. Which is like, a pity. he rides through the suburbs. And it's so weird. Like, but as he's on. riding it's a pity, down the street. It? Huh? It's a pity that we, we didn't get more of that. Well, I just, Yeah. I, because we know they're cuts and But scenes. everyone's just dead. Like, there's just dead bodies everywhere. And as he's riding down the road, right... The sprinklers are turning on behind him, but whenever he looks around, they turn them off. Like, are the machines menacing him? Oh, my God. Yeah, because happening? later on they talk to the machines. It makes no sense. And the machines talk to each other. But he just gets to human the alert. house. Human alert. There yeah. are humans in the vicinity later on in the It film. was pretty cool, honestly. Like, he I has liked... to hide a couple of times because there mm-hmm. is a recurring uh, ice cream truck that seems to hunt children or something. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Which is just like real life. Yeah. Ice cream will eventually kill you if you eat it every day. Oh, uh, I thought you meant because that's people just use a little it health to- and safety okay. alert okay. there, boys and girls. And it see that bit of the movie that was actually pretty interesting. I liked it. I liked all the kids getting killed. Seeing the weird post-apocalyptic sort of area. Yeah, and, and then you go to the roadhouse, and it's just them in a roadhouse bitching about the machines as the the trucks just drive around and around, around. and around, and you're like, why are this, is this happening? So the kid eventually also gets to, like, the Bible salesman. He gets inside the roadhouse eventually. Not Like, honestly. Let's, well, the, no, let's no just... because they, they go on for, like, five minutes about how they're crawling through shit. So... To get to the kid, the they have to Bible crawl salesman is on the thing. other side of the road from the roadhouse. Yeah, and it turns out through the bathroom area, there's a drain that goes and empties up to the other side. So Emilio Estevez and the newlywed husband crawl through all this shit with their machine guns and stuff. Yeah, uh, joking about rats and stuff, and and poop. I found it hard not to notice that these concrete tunnel mm. was made of plywood. Yes. I mean, you, because a couple of times they look at the side with the lights and it's obvious you can see the wood grain in this supposed cement. Maybe it was like, maybe when they put down the cement, they put down like wooden boxes Maybe first. they just didn't care at that no, point. 
No. I just no. do not think they cared. They anyway, cared. They get over to the other side because they've heard the uh, Bible salesman calling for help. And when they get there, they find the kid and the Bible salesman has like latched onto this kid and yeah. is like in, in death grip. He's held onto him. So yeah, they, they have to leave the Bible salesman behind. So he was dead when they he, he the Bible salesman lived long enough to call out for them to come. Yes. Grab onto this kid and then died straight away after that. Yeah, you know why? You know why? It's because one of those you things. You think he's dead for a while because the kid goes up and he's like poking him and stuff. No, see this guy he held on for the wrong reasons. He just wanted to grab that girl again. He no, it's because he you know when it's one of those things where they hold on for the wrong reasons? He was holding on till someone came to help him. Then he let go of all his energy. You know, he let his life well, go. Well, he, he put a death grip on that kid. Well, what he fucked up was he should have kept holding on in himself in his head till he got back to the place. Then they could take care of him. Not till someone comes to you. He just oh, let he his life dead go. Anyway. What were they going to do for He let his him? soul go. He was dead the minute he let that it truck go. hit him. He just had the wrong attitude. Mm. And the kid gets back and then, can I say, uh, we don't get any more of the kid. Get plenty of the kid. Oh come on! What does he say? Oh, they talk to him a bit. But that's a about tiny it. bit. He uh, weirdly he doesn't do anything else. He, he blows just becomes, bubbles. He just becomes he another. He blows bubbles no. after he finds out his dad is dead. He just blows bubbles. All everywhere. he does is he becomes another. Also, he flips the truck off when he's pumping gas. Yeah, he just becomes another fucking Dickies boy person. He's just another person. That, you yeah, know? What, what were you expecting? Did you think he was the hero? No, I thought he would have, have some more. Sort of, oh, he's a kid. He's got a brilliant idea for what's happening. It's a talk. Also, well... Open your mouth and let the words out. A couple of them try and figure out what's happened. Wait, And wait. at first they're all like, okay, it's it's the rear M comet. But wait, then wait, like halfway the through... What, what about the kid? Oh, okay, keep going. It's okay. Halfway through, Amelia. Uh, uh, I don't is, want you uh, to forget what you're saying, and then you'll be like, I can't remember. No, what but I was what are you thinking. saying about the kid? Well, you know that we forgot about talking about that scene. What's it's all cut out? What scene? It's cut out. You know, on his way when he's riding through the post-apocalyptic town. Yeah, which would have been far more entertaining to see people just being chased by lawnmowers. Right. We see a lawnmower. It's got blood all over it. Yeah. Oh, and the. Guy lost his eye while he was filming it. Yeah, but we don't see that. What is? Why would you see it? Uh some dude lost his eye for that scene. Yeah, he was the cameraman though, so he wasn't like. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. I think I, I don't know. I just, I read just got to reading the information thing, and then we started doing this. But yeah, so they're trying to figure out what's happening, and halfway through the film, Emilio is sleeping with. Uh, I don't know if she's got a name. They call her the, the Road Twitch. I don't know where they came from, but she's the, the, the hitchhiker girl. Twitch, are you sure? Road Twitch. Because I think the boss guy calls her that a couple of times. I know Twitcher is like uh, a druggie. No. So she's not a druggie. She's not a druggie. Anyway, but they're, they're discussing no, no, what's I, happening. I, and at first I they're like, it's a comet. It. But then they start talking and it's like, oh, it's aliens. Aliens have come and they're... Wiping us out And now up to this point in the film There's no talk of aliens at all All we know is there's there's this comet And apart from this There's no real discussion about what's happening Or why it's happening But then right at the end In uh, like a post uh, Movie sort of explanation thing It just goes Oh, five days later The Russians blew up a, uh, 
an alien, uh, an unidentified alien object in the sky, and everything went back to normal. Yeah, that was pretty lame. That was great. That was the cherry on top for me. Just the just the level of craziness it reaches. Just that the fact that it's like, oh, a, a, a secret Russian weather satellite fired a nuclear missile at some unidentified object and saved everybody. Well, this is only a little bit But post- none of that is talked about the whole way through. It's just there's this little snippet right at the end. This is Didn't only... Need it, know, but it was just the cherry on top. It, it's it made it perfect. It's post-Cold War, right? Is it? Post-Cold War, I don't think film. it is. Yes, it is. When's it made? Isn't it like 1990s? No, I thought it was like 1980. Oh, shit. Really? I think it's an old film, Jared. An old, great film, which I loved, by the way. No, uh, 1986. Okay, that's like the end Towards of the end. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. This could have been so much more of an entertaining film if they were like, technology turned against us, we have to stop like the nukes going off. No, but we never hear about that, and apparently the satellite systems still work. So we should talk about the trucks and how they what motivates them to uh, keep surrounding this roadhouse. So for most of the film, just the, the, the trucks are just going around and around yeah, and it's laughing. A thrill. They, it's they the actually thrill. laugh. It's and the they thrill make like uh, tiger noises when they're growling at Come people. No, 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 because they actually have plans. It's a thrill so more to kill. T- no, the, because more and more trucks keep turning up and eventually the trucks sort of stop. And Emilio uh, goes out and he starts talking to the boss and he's like, we'll pump gas for you. Oh, I'm sorry. Because the trucks actually do need to be refueled. I'm I'm sorry. What? The kid does play an important part. What? The trucks communicate via Morse code to the kid. Do they? Yes. Oh, and the kid notices. Yeah, so the trucks start beeping. Yep. uh, Because they send in some specialist trucks because... At this point, it becomes obvious that the that the cars and the machines are actually coordinating with each other. With each other, mm-hmm. like they have plans, and the roadhouse isn't playing game. You know, they keep bringing out the rocket launcher and blowing the trucks up. So uh, a big tractor turns up to push the uh, destroyed trucks out of the way, and this army truck turns up, which is a weird looking army truck because it's just like a track. With uh, just a machine gun just stuck on a pole. Yes, that was weird. So at first, uh, Emilio Estevez is like, oh, I think we better take cover. But the boss goes out with the, the, the rocket launcher again. And that's when the army truck just opens up and just blasts the place across. And like five or six people get gunned down. Mm. That's why I was confused by it about uh, how many people are there. Because you see mountains of dead bodies. And now we get very well, weird not scenes. Mountains, but you see a bunch of them t- killed off. But they, they communicate with them and they manage to say, well, hey, we'll, they want gas. They want gas inside them. They say, mm, senpai, fill me full of gas. And Amelia and the rest of them now have a really weird montage while well, they agree to Amelia it. Amelia goes out and he's like, Tough talking this machine. It's so bizarre because why? Okay, where is the face on these trucks? Where, where is their like? Because we see sometimes why, the mirrors on the side of the trucks turn around like they're looking. That's why they he tough well, like, talks. Oh, that's why he does the goblin truck because it literally has a but fucking face. He goes up face. to the goblin truck. Oh, the goblin truck also seems to be the leader, and he talks directly into the front of it. But from everything I've seen, I think its face is actually where the driver should be. Because the the wheel and all the bits are still moving around. Like, if that's where the alien ghost is sitting, why is he talking to the front of the truck? Whatever. 
Uh, oh, no. Yeah, they agree to pump gas. And this is where this weird montage what? starts. How pathetic was it? You hated that montage. It's because so funny. It's so bizarre. You fucking hated it. It's, it's So all the trucks keep coming in and... Uh, a bunch of the people are pumping gas. But now, all they have to do, right... When we say pumping the, gas, we just mean holding in. They're not literally machine, doing the old pumping right? gas. Yeah, they're, they're not, like, actually doing anything. They put the one end in, turn it on, and then just stand back for four or five minutes. Like, it has... The little kid is doing it, and he is, like, flipping off the trucks who killed his dad, which is, you know, great. And then it's really weird because we even see Amelia is like, I've got blisters. And the yeah. girl's like, oh, my God. It's like they've, they're, they're acting like they've like worked, they've been first forced to like work all day in the field or something in the blazing sun. They're like, they're, they're out of it. They must have been told it's like, oh, you've just run like a, a five-day marathon yeah. and you're exhausted. It's that's wh- how they're acting. That's white people You see you. Amelia's hands and they're covered in blisters. Yeah, he, but it doesn't he make collapses. Any sense. He collapses. But it's the roadhouse workers who are doing this as well. And it's like, but this is your job. You do this all day yeah. anyway. But no, he, he literally collapses. Yeah, they have but, to carry okay. him back. But now... And, and they make a big deal out of him, like, walking back in so the trucks don't see him, like, suffer. So, so they get so back weird. in, though... And he suffered. And then, right away after that, they decide, as we have to do something. No, no, no. So what happens is no? uh, the petrol runs out. And he comes out and is like, well, there's no more petrol. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And then this other truck comes up. It's backs a tanker. Up. Yeah, and it's a tanker. And it brings the new petrol. And that's when they're like, oh, shit, we've got to do something. Otherwise, we're just going to be pumping gas for the rest of our lives. I just thought, though, I was like, this is insane. They decide, like, after they've pumped fresh gas into it, oh, yeah, we shouldn't have done that. Well, they didn't have much of a choice because they they didn't know what to do about the army truck, which uh, he finally sort of has an idea of what to do. As he's walking past with the owner of the Green Goblin truck, he's like, just run into the house already. What are you going to do? Just run. Just walks over, smacks the gun so it spins around shooting and drops a grenade in it. Yeah. Like that, pretty lame plan, but it works. Uh, after that, the trucks sort of decide enough is enough. Got to nice. take these people out, and that's when the trucks get real serious. That's when they all. Do, that's when they're just like, "That's it, everybody, suicide rush this roadhouse." Yeah. Finally, but uh, Amelia has gotten everyone to go into the basement, and they are. Uh, Going into the sewage system. Yeah. So, so they the make, roadhouse they make gets out. destroyed, but they make it all out. Then it's just some weird nighttime shots of them running around town. Well, again, this is sort of they like up, some of the more nice. interesting bits. So well, yeah, they, because there's this ma- okay, there's this massive section. This is massive section in yeah. the middle of this film that I would say like good eighty percent is just them doing jack shit in the Dixie Boys place. Yeah, I'm waiting around. And just you're just watching these trucks go around and then talking about trucks going around. (laughs) Like nothing. That's why I enjoy this movie as much as I did. I found this movie very entertaining. It's pretty boring. I I was pretty happy. That's why I meant the start was good and the end's good because then they the the ice cream truck, they say that they see that and they blow it up. As they're escaping, um what what happens with that kid? So as they're escaping, they go past like uh, oh yeah, the kid some sort of up. fast food diner, and and it's machine. It's signs start. It's got one of those talkie signs for when you go do a drive through, and it's like human alert, human alert. There are humans in the area. The kid walks up, shoots it with the machine gun, and then hands it away, saying he doesn't need it anymore. I'm like, yeah, of course you need it. Yeah. Why would you not need the gun now that you shot a sign? You shot a sign. Guns are clearly the answer in this film. Guns are the answer. You heard it here. And that's when the ice cream truck tracks him down and they blow it up. 
Yeah. So the whole time they've been making for it's a boat, the pier, because they want to get in a boat and it's just got sails and no engine. Uh, well, I think the thing is he wants to go to an archipelago or something like that. Well, uh, he says there's like a town nearby. Are they in Rhode Island? There's an island that's nearby that doesn't have much There's, technology. Yeah, no cars, no trucks or anything. So yeah. They're going to make it go there. Probably an archipelago sort of island you know, area. What's an archipelago? It's a collection of small islands. Okay. I think. Whatever. Thanks, you Geology Jared. Anyway, uh, yeah, they're, they're getting there. And for some reason, this one guy... I think it's like guy, real close together. Okay, so explain to me, this one guy, uh-huh. they're all getting on the boat, they're all getting yeah. ready, this one guy leaves them yeah. and runs back onto the road because he's seen this woman who's being crushed uh, by the car, which is now not working. For some reason, some of the cars seem to work, some don't. Okay. Uh, just sort of arbitrarily, yeah. Yes, and the, yes, this, that is annoying. Yeah, because uh, the fiancé, the, the oh, newlywed right. we'll couple... We'll get to them later, we'll get yeah, to them yeah. later after uh, this. And this woman hanging out has got the massive, most massive wedding ring I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, like, he goes to it steal like it. It is like a comically sized giant uh, giant diamond. Yeah. So he puts his gun down, he puts all his stuff down, and he's stripping this woman of all her jewels. Right. And that's when the goblin truck turns up. Because the, gom- tr- the goblin truck, for some reason, has it in for them, more than the rest. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the villain of the movie. Yes. But as it's coming towards them... Uh, Emilio Estevez blows it up with the rocket launcher. Just does it kill the guy? It was so boring. No, it just he just blows his fucking thing up. It's a up. little anticlimactic. Huge. You're like the truck can't do anything. It's a giant target, and it's coming down a fucking pier. So it's like okay. So let me get this right. If the truck keeps coming and you don't blow it up, you just jump off into the water. It was it was not a problem at that point. No problem at all. Anyway, they blow up uh, Green Goblin that's and the they the make film. their escape. And that's but you know a couple minutes later. That's where you couple. get the weird. Scroll, yeah. So uh, earlier on the film, there's a newlywed couple, and you yes. can tell because their cars covered in newlywed crap. So th- this is one that annoyed me. And their it's the car voice they actor of Lisa Simpson and whatever. Well, yeah. some of the things didn't seem to be infected with ghost aliens. Well, why not their car? I don't know. Was plot? there a, was there a plot. car? Jared? It was the plot. Maybe their the car plot was demanded. It. Maybe their car was morally good. You know, maybe some maybe technology. Like some technology sided with the humans. Well, that's what it seemed like. It seemed like sometimes it worked because it was like with the lights when they it's like they give them back. Okay, so when they have to go pump the gas, they get they say, "Well, give give us back our technology." Some technology seems to work. And the lights fine. come on, but the lights were already on in other scenes. Yeah. Well, none of it makes sense. You just I, gotta say. I think ghost, that's just a continuity. You just gotta say ghost aliens with weird rules. Okay? So the fiance Otherwise you and, just get stuck in it. And well, they're Lisa not fiancés; they're newlyweds. Oh, sorry, they're newlyweds. Um, they eventually make it to the roadhouse, and she's constantly complaining and telling him, "Like, don't risk your life. Don't do anything she, bad." Those two, straight away, as soon as Such I saw a, them, annoying couple. I knew what they were because it was the annoying couple of like the kind of you know he's a but nerdy guy, she's nerdy. After they, after they're like mad almost suicide dash into the roadhouse and they're just like constantly making out and like giving each other hjs under the table and i hate hand jobs okay yeah oh tell me they weren't jared i don't know i didn't i think they were it it stayed on them for like five minutes i think this movie is has some weird sex scenes they were just annoying because i was so like i'm gonna guess that they're in the uh like uh director's cut 
there are weird sex scenes and even more gross stuff. Because apparently there is a director's cut that he has, but he well, doesn't show it to that, people. That couple, you knew they were just going to last. Oh, yeah, because there's, they're, they're there's weird. No way. Co- because it's a weird comedy that is sometimes a dark horror. So it's like, how oh, here's this nerdy couple, got to make them last. Yeah. Oh, how about the toilet scenes? There are what too toilet many scenes? toilet scenes in this film. Are there? Oh, yeah. So Emilio has noticed that the, the boss guy keeps bringing out guns. Yeah, that's pretty noticeable. You know, when your boss brings out bazooka, so, you go, huh, that's funny. And this is one of the weird comedy scenes. So he's like, so he goes into uh, the toilet where I think his name is Bubba. Yeah, he's the boss's right hand man. He's taking a shit. And he starts, like, As you do. asking him about the guns. He's like, where's the... Gu- so, I noticed you guys had guns. Why don't you talk about it? And Bubba's like, oh, uh, I don't know. It's like, why don't you want to talk about it? Oh, I don't want to talk about it. And the whole time, he's, like, taking shit. So, you hear this plop or yeah. this fart that's uh. coming out. And it's like, event- eventually, Emilio's just staring over the stall at him, like... Why are you telling me about more? Oh, where are the guns? He's like, oh, fine, the guns are downstairs. He's like, oh, okay. You just get this <laughs> noise the whole way through. It, Cause you it, can just, weird shit like that the whole way through. You can just kept imagine. Me you can just imagine, like, the look of um, just Stephen confusion King. Just confusion on these. The actors look no, confused. Like, I can, why am I doing this? this? Is, why is because Stephen King, as he is dressed up in that first scene, that's what he looked like. He was. Oh, who do you look. Oh, I said it before. Uh, he sort of looked like Hunter S. Thompson. He looks like Hunter S. Thompson from the movie. I always forget the name of. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Vegas. Or just in real life. Anyway, he looks like Hunter S. Thompson as he goes up. And he's dressed like him. And he's yeah. on cocaine, so he's probably acting like him. And that's what you have to imagine, that Stephen King is on set every day doing blow, and he is just like, Oh, no, fuck! Fucked. But when, uh, like, I, but at the same time as this weird poop jokes and funny comedy bits, there's dark horror and bits I think that are meant to be like meaningful. Like they talk about the human race being wiped out like they're pests. And because yeah, he's, it feels he's like fucking high. It, and talking about how like he machines know what are, like control about. everything. It's like it, it's it feels like it's meant to be dark and meaningful, but at the same time. Hey, here's a funny shit joke. It was great. Yeah, this was a great. I enjoyed this film. It was an okay. I'd recommend watching it with friends. I give this movie for a bad movie like a straight four or five star rating for bad good. It's you know, it's just good. It's a pretty boring it's got in the terrible middle. Terrible acting. The story made absolutely no sense. It's got some pretty cool explosions, and it's pretty over the top and farcical. So that was there's some major points there. Yeah. I, I just think it could have done a bit what more a, with being a bit more extreme. I think, like, the happenings more to... No, they all kind no. of have that problem, don't they? Where I haven't like, seen the happening. They have, like, boring middle sections. Because it's it'll always be that no, crazy... No, I, I thought it, it is oh, a long-ish movie, like two hours, but I, I found it quite cut enjoyable. Cut it shorter, it would have been a better good-bad movie. I don't think you could cut a single second from this movie without losing something vital to the I plot. I could cut an easy half an hour. No. Anyway, that's the film. I don't think. Do you have anything else to say? No, I just that I would recommend this movie. Fair enough. I probably wouldn't. And that's the film, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next Thanks week. For listening to the end of the reel. If you know anyone else who is a fan of good bad movies, share this podcast around to them. Sharing is the best way to help promote our podcast. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye bye.